Welcome to Ministry Focus Podcast with Chad and all. This is the place where we talk real and we live Jesus. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. My name is Chad Nall. I am your host. And today we'll be going to the Word of God in the book of Numbers. Chapter 13 is where we'll begin this morning. I want to just talk about things that hinder our zeal. I think it's a powerful, uh, very powerful thought this morning. Things that steal your joy, things that keep you from uh, getting excited for God. And uh, in Numbers chapter 13, we'll begin reading in verse number 26. It says, And they went and came to Moses and to Aaron, and to all the congregation of the children of Israel, and to the wilderness of Paran, to Kadesh, and brought back word unto them, and unto all the congregation, and shewed them the fruit of the land. And they told him, and said, We came unto the land, whither thou sentest us, and surely it floweth with milk and honey, and this is the fruit of it. Nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land, and the cities are walled and very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. The Amalekites dwell in the land of south, and the Hittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains, and the Canaanites dwell by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. But the men that went up with him said, We be not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. And they brought up an evil report of the land, which they had searched unto the children of Israel, saying, The land through which we have gone to search it is a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof, and all the people that we saw in it are men of great stature. And that, and there we saw the giants, the sons of Anak, which come of the giants. And we were in our own sight as grasshoppers. And so we were in their sight. So here we see the children of Israel had been promised the land of Canaan. We also understand there for a brief time after they had received the law uh, at, uh, at Mount Sinai, the children of Israel were commanded to go into the land of Canaan and possess it. Listen, they sent out 12 spies to view the land and bring back a report. Ten of the men, they balked at going in, and they led most of Israel with them to believe that Israel was ready and able. These two had great zeal for God. They were ready to go and take it. They were ready to go at God's command. We find that the difference in these two classes of men is their zeal. How had the majority lost their zeal? What are the hindrances to having zeal for God? This has a great application for us today. So what are the hindrances to having zeal for God for you? I can tell you what they are for the children of Israel. First, they forgot that God was with them and not the enemy. You see, they looked at the size of their enemy and forgot the size of their God. You heard what they said. The giants, the walled cities. When our focus is on the size of our obstacle and not on our God, our zeal will melt away. What do we do? When we see all the false teaching, we must overcome it. When we ponder the size and the power of the postmodernism, we must overcome it. When we have opposition to righteousness in the government, 
when our own brethren are going into apostasy, when we contemplate the size of the population we are charged to evangelize, what we must do is remember that the power of the Word of God. Remember that the King is with us. I also believe uh, they had a greater fear of men than they did of their God. You see, the children of Israel failed to think that what God did to Egypt, he could do to them. You know, it would be astonishing to hear the full range of people that men fear rather than God among them. Who do you think they might be? Maybe parents, spouse, children, friends, maybe professional associates, co-workers. We could probably keep on going. But the scriptural warnings are very clear. Don't be afraid of those that kill the body. That's what Luke chapter 12, verses 4 and 5 tells us. The whole duty of man is to fear God. That's what Ecclesiastes 12, 13, and 14 say. We are going to be judged, and for some it will be terror. So don't be scared of man. Fear God. I believe some of the, uh, one of the hindrances to having a zeal for God is forgetting God's past blessings. Israel had failed to remember how God had remembered them while they were in bondage, had delivered them from Egypt, had fed them, had caused them to prevail before their enemies. When zeal fails, what is it that we have forgotten? Maybe our comfortable buildings that someone with zeal built before us. Maybe readily available Bibles. The history of the English Bible alone should be enough to make you ashamed of any lack of zeal. The pages of your Bible are stained with blood of the zealous. The fact that we have heard the gospel testifies to the fact that someone with a zeal opened his or her Bible, studied it, taught it, and very often there was great sacrifice in doing this. The zeal of the apostles and of Jesus, think about it, in Mark 16, powerful. The sources of all the zeal is God himself who sent his son. So we must not forget the past blessings. We can't, we got to remember past comforts. As the children of Israel overlooked the Jordan, the children of Israel suddenly felt like they were safer in Egypt. They didn't have to fight there. Earlier they had complained about the bounty they had enjoyed in Egypt and wondered why they left. They forgot about the bondage, about their taskmasters in the cities they built with their hard labor. Hey, maybe you can remember the fun you used to have, the drinking and dancing, the friends you used to have fun with, maybe the sleeping in on Sunday morning. How much easier is it not having any convictions? How would you always get along? Think about it. How could you always get along? Do you remember the guilt, the dread, the fearful thoughts of judgment, the bondage of sin? Don't forget the past comforts remembering the blessings of obedience joshua reminded them of the promised land but to no avail he told them that the lord would be with them but they would not hear they were willing to settle for less those who forget the blessings of obedience lose their zeal quickly who could possibly be faithful unto death unless they keep their eye on the prize remember the crown of life in revelation 2 10 we must fight for that We must go for that. Hey, listen, are you zealous in doing God's will and expanding his kingdom? Do you now remember that God is with us and not the enemy? 
Do you have a greater fear of God than men? Do you know? Rather, do you now remember God's past blessings? Have you forgotten the comforts of life and sin? Do you remember the blessings of obedience? Listen, let us be zealous for God today in seeking forgiveness, in good works, in keeping ourselves pure and edifying the saints and telling others the good news. Go out, child of God, and make a difference today. Why? Because you have God with you. He is not with your enemy. He is with you. So go out and make a difference. I hope and pray you have a wonderful day. God bless. Look forward to talking to you soon. If you need to contact me, go to chadnallministries.org and hit me on the contact page and I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Until then, talk real and live Jesus. God bless and have a great day. Thank you for listening to Ministry Focus Podcast with Chad and all the place where we talk real and live Jesus. Be sure to tune in next week as we focus on another area of ministry in the local church.